everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Blair. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's with that feedback? I'm hearing some massive feedback going on there. Jesus Christ. Ooh. Yo, who is, who's got that feedback going? Uh, yikes almighty. Wow. Ooh. Wow. What is with that? Whoa. Whatever that was, I think, whatever that feedback was, it certainly is. Open up my uh, sinuses just a little bit. Oh, hi. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 107. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Bass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am in pain. Owie. <laughs> Did the cat bite you again? No, that it's loud. <laughs> right now you sound like you're in a wind tunnel. Are you using the headset that I gave you? I'm talking about you. Me? You. What I do? You sound like you're in a wind tunnel. What? Ugh. Hold on. How about now? That's a little better. Okay, there we go. There we go. That's a lot better, actually. <laughs> the funny thing was... I... I I had to I had the um the, the meter set to default when I got back from um PAX. Last week it wasn't a problem, but this week I had to adjust it. Oh well, good thing those dials are there. You you sound when you first started talking, you sound like you were falling into an abyss made out of TV static. Well, my TV's currently not on. That's a good thing. Yeah, when you were screaming about all of the uh, feedback, I could barely hear you, but all I heard was wind. Okay, okay. Should we do a take two? Why? I don't know. I'm just asking. Like it's ever stopped this before. I know. Alright. Let's let's just roll with it. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) Oh, wow. We are live tonight for the week of April 2nd, 2013. Check-ins are live. If you don't know what check-ins are, check-ins get you cool points on the VOG Network. Head on over to vognetwork.com. Come and check out our interactive chat room at vognetwork.com slash live. If you have a chat client, come on in through irc.gamesurge.net. The channel is VOG. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, and Chatzilla. So, let's see. Who should I pick on today? Mm. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? I worked 16 hours of overtime in the past two days. I saw. Yeah, I pretty much woke up at 4.30 on Monday, worked nonstop pretty much, aside from breaks, and then came home at 11 o'clock and crashed right there. How much coffee did you drink? I, I can't stand coffee. It makes me shake. Did you take any caffeine? I, I can't stand the caffeine. It, well, wait. I, I, I don't really take anything caffeine-related. I mean, just coffee itself just makes me all jittery and shaky. Fair enough. I remember at uh, PAX, they were handing out these little packets. These looked like little yellow packages of Tylenol, but it was like 
caffeine pills. I'm like, really? Pretty much. It was like equal to like a cup of coffee. I'm like, I'd rather drink the coffee than take the pills. At least they weren't coffee flavored. Let us not even go there with our dentist theory. <laughs> coffee flavored coffee? <laughs> yeah, you had to go there, huh, didn't you? Yep. Mm -hmm. Alright, now that you're back, how was your week and how was your day, Makotron? Um, let's see. I got back from your place. I basically did nothing but read fan fiction while I was home. Did laundry. Anything good? Um, no, I'm just going over some really old fan fiction, um, off of fanfiction.net, and, uh, trying to find if anybody had done anything new for the, uh, Sailor Jupiter-centric stuff, but mm -hmm. I was just reading some old stuff and came across some stuff that was dedicated to uh, my writing alter ego, Why? which I thought was pretty cool. Why? You write smut. <laughs> I don't just write smut, thank you very much. I haven't written anything in quite a while, but it was just nice to go back and see something that I had completely forgotten about dedicated to me, so it was just really nice. I suppose so, you know, that diamond in the rough. Not that it was good, but, huh, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I, be I believe it. Okay. As for me, school is going pretty well. I got to take care of uh, checking for a new apartment and stuff like that. All good, positive stuff. I can take care of that tomorrow. And four more weeks till the end of the semester, and I have, like, two weeks off. That's my spring break. Woohoo! I think it's three weeks off, but... After that, one more semester left, and I am done. Yay! And the, funny, and the funny thing is, I already said, once I know I am done and I'm graduating, I am playing the theme from Growing Pains from the episode when Mike Seaver graduated from high school. I don't know why, but that song just fits. Now, the million-dollar question is if I could actually track down that damn song. <laughs> <sighs> And if we head over to our awesome chat room at uh, at vognetwork.com, BKLD styles go, ew, fanfiction.net. Yep, Mako, you're starting a revolt here. Next thing you know, hey. they'll be breaking down your door with torches and pitchforks. Hey, ten years ago, fanfiction.net was basically the only place that you could find any type of fanfiction. Granted, all the X-rated stuff and... Yeah, I mean, it, it's gone down from there, but, I mean, when I used to write on there, and when I really used to, like, read on there, we're talking, like, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that, so it's not like it's all the Twilight crap that's on there now. Yeah, if you go back another five more years, you had the news archives, Rack, rec.arts.anime.creative, and then you had RAF rec.arts.anime.fanfiction or something like that. Oh, fiction. Which I think is still going. The craziest thing to ever come out of there was Future Sailor Cabinet and Otaku Wars. Uh, well, when you're talking about a database that big, 
there was a very small group of us that used to write Sailor Jupiter-centric fan fiction or crossovers. So we all became a really tight-knit group for a while. So are you saying the band's getting back together? Hell no. <laughs> it's the Beatles all over again. Hell no. <laughs> um, no I'm, channeling I'm your inner on... Will Smith there, the way you said that. <laughs> I'm already on day two of uh, Camp Nanorimo and haven't written a damn thing. Didn't I it... still have a chapter I need to finish updating. Didn't that damn Fifty Shades of Grey come out of Nanorimo? No, no, no. Fifty Shades of Grey was originally Twilight fan fiction with all the, which was changed to a, you know, original characters. And I still can't believe they're turning that into a movie. No, 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 no. The only good thing about Fifty Shades of Grey is hearing all the celebrity voice actors doing dramatic readings of it. Yeah, oh, that's pretty John St. John is Duke Nukem, um, Grey Delisle in her Azula voice, and and in a real go home the internet is closed moment. Gilbert Gottfried. That's the best one. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> also, George no, Takei. George Takei. <laughs> okay, that's the yeah, second one. Oh, my. Yeah, he, he pretty much knew that was a scam for him get people to re- him have his go, oh, my. And he just fucking rolled with it. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm still waiting for William Shatner. Hand him a paper bag first. <laughs> oh hell! You, if it's William Shatner, the damn thing is gonna take like fifteen days just to read through it all. Fifteen days for the with first all... page. Well, yeah, with all this freaking pausing and shit. The last time I heard William Shatner, I was waiting for our Metro North train to go somewhere. <laughs> I still don't get how they're gonna actually make a movie out of it and keep it as dirty as all of these. Freaking stay-at-home moms want it to be, and yet the porn industry is like, why didn't we think of that? But the porn industry no. is like, meh, amateurs. No, the porn <laughs> industry comes up with a freaking movie that cost them a million dollars, where they had to take all of the porn scenes out of it and sell it to Blockbuster just to make their money back from it. Hey, you know there's a sequel. I know there's a sequel. I I haven't seen that one yet. I'm kind of scared. The first one was kind of scary. <laughs> Is it, Mommy, hold me, I'm scared, scared? <laughs> no, it's, it's, the, the one guy that they have on there, I, I can't believe he's a porn actor, he's just, uh, yeah, let's, let's, um. I don't know, something about a million dollar porno budget just screams, wait, did, it, did you really just say that? Because you don't really experience a sentence like that every day. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, as crappy as the plot was for it, it had a semi-original plot for a porn, even though they kind of plotted it off of all of the stupid-ass pirate movies that started coming out. I'm done. Yeah, I'm not not making any obvious jokes on this one, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, we are live on the VOG Networks Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Encore presentation Thursdays at 1.30 p.m. Pardon my voice, but I did not catch the con plague, but I did come down with something. And I did discover something very important. 
What's that? Two-year-old two expired NyQuil is just as potent as the day that you buy it. Of course it is. You figured that out the hard way, didn't you? Yeah, I thought I had NyQuil in the cabinet. I grab it. It's store brand. It expired two years ago. Took a shot of it. Woke up the next day feeling great. Yeah, well, most medicines like that have an expiration date only because they have to have one, not because they really need one. The more you know from Professor Mako-chan. Shut up. <laughs> Shall we take our first break? That'll work. Yeah, I think so. All right, we'll be back.
this barn, raise this barn. One, two, three, four. Together we can raise this barn. One, two, three, four. Up, up, up. Go the beans. Hammer those joints. Work in teams. Turn them around. Pick by the right elbow. Grab a new partner. Here we go. independent podcasts and would like to support them check out some of our independent podcasting friends check out orange Lounge radio at orangenoutradio.com where they discuss video games gamer culture and gamer lifestyle with sky doc soccer and loki listen live sundays at 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific on vognetwork.com and right before them is the bobby blackwolf show at 8 p.m eastern and 5 p.m pacific video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com if Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Exifer weekly at HordeHouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at ElectricSisterhood.com with new shows every week. 
If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out popculture.net and the Geek Culture Network. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, Friends of Ours. You can find them at facebook.com slash thebrooklynotaku. Um, I think we broke Ari during the musical break. <laughs> oh, God. When is that any different from most of the musical breaks? The difference is... What I'm, no, 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 the music itself didn't bother me. Just the Mondegreen that that uh, act underscore dev pointed out in the chat. Okay, alright. I think the timing behind that was just simply impeccable. <laughs> yeah, if you say so. No, really, it was. It's supposed to be raise this barn, but he says racist barn, and that, that's the only thing I can hear. <laughs> and then when he said it, I kept hearing it. <laughs> See, the only difference between breaking you and Ari is that what well, I'm trying to if I'm purposely doing it it generally doesn't work when it happens by accident it, I, I, get, I get yelled at <laughs> yeah, you're, just, you're just gonna pick see me reach through your, your headset and just start strangling you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, okay. Okay. This podcast is the Brony Podcast. And um, before we continue, ActDef says in the chat, is Black Wolf listening right now? And the truth of the matter is, I got a text from Mr. Von, Bobby Von Black Wolf. He is letting us know that this is our last episode on the Vogue Network. We've just been future endeavored. Oh God! Yeah, um, evidently there's a moratorium on M- on MLP music, so yeah. So ninety days later, we're gonna show up in TNA. Uh, ninety days late. Ninety days later, we'll be back at our old network on Disney Genius. Under, under a different name, because like, like under as the name Japanese cartoon, chills. Like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't think. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. See, I signed the contract so that we can take the name to any federation we go to, so it's okay. <laughs> but seriously, no, he did not contact me. I'm going to assume that Black Wolf, Travis, and everybody else is off doing other things, so they don't know we've officially hijacked the network for the next two hours. Mods are asleep. Post bonies. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay, okay. Like I said, this is the Brony Podcast, where we sent our away team, and before you ask, none of them were wearing red shirts, because if they did, I would have gotten a call that somebody was dead. Anywho. You would have gotten a call from me saying, you owe me for a disposal of two bodies. <laughs> and a car. Are we, are we going to go uh, friggin' Pulp Fiction here and say this is not dead red shirt storage? <sighs> So we sent our team of Mooney Girl, Silver Phoenix, and Jen to Big Apple PonyCon. So through the magic of technology, we're going to try to get them on. Let's just hope and pray that the uh, Skype does not fall apart on us. All right? You have impeccable timing. I try. Lower the music. Thank you. 
Yeah, they have them. Okay, uh, Mooney Girl, are you there? I am. Phoenix, are you there? Player four, are you there? Of course, there's a problem with the call. Okay, let's try this again. Silver Phoenix, player four, are you there? Yep, what's good? There we go, we got- Nope. There's a problem with this call, hold, okay. Make up your mind, Skype. I'm on fire. Do you have this happen often? No. This is the first time. Yes. Yes, I am. Hold on. I think he's lagging. I think so. I think so. Yeah, the Skype gods are obviously not bronies. That, well, yeah. Yeah, that that's for certain. And we have our Phoenix. Now we're going to get our our Applejack. Let's see if we can bring her in. Phoenix, is there? Oh! Calling in our player five. I think we're at six players now. No, five. <laughs> yeah! Hello, everybody. Hello. We, we, hey, we Chad. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. So, are we live and on the air? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, right. we are. This is exciting. And, un- <laughs> and unlike terrestrial team up in here, unlike terrestrial radio, you can actually say the seven dirty words. Oh wow, that's awesome! So, according to George Carlin, according to Christopher Hitchens, according to which one of my idols? Both, if you like. Good choices. <laughs> I ran into some people who reminded me of Bill Hicks earlier, and that they're so fucking stupid that I want to exterminate the entire human race. <laughs> Doesn't that happen every day? Is that called, at, my, at my job, yeah. Is that called working retail customer service? <laughs> Not toll collection, but... No, I, I honestly have to agree with George Carlin when he talks about how to um, how to control you know all of the um, degenerates and all of the, uh, the prison population in the U.S., Basically, fence off four square states, like Colorado, Wyoming, you know, where there's nothing. And then you put fences all around these states and you put like your criminals in, in, in like the, each in their own little area, like your, your psychos, your killers, your child molesters, whatever. And then you make a reality show out of it. Oh, man. Shut up and take and, my money. And once a month, there's little gates that like will open up like between the states, between like the areas that, that the prisoners can mingle. But it's only once a month for like thirty seconds. I will because still, because you need something for ratings. I will still watch it regardless. <laughs> and it's, believe it or not, it wouldn't be the worst reality TV show out there. No, it wouldn't. But you know what? Instead of Colorado, Wyoming, let's make it Alabama, Mississippi. Way <laughs> too difficult to fetch them in though, because there's a river as one of the borders. But that could be kind of fun too. <laughs> the river would be the know. bonus round. Okay, all right. <laughs> Damn Gulf of Mexico. Get dumbass. I say we Let's just move Florida and stick them there. I say we trade out Florida for Puerto Rico. What about Texas? Um, mm. 
the entire state of Texas can just be like our Australia. Like, you know, like in England, like they just sent all the prisoners to Australia. <laughs> I've been to Texas. I don't think anyone would know the difference. Probably oh. not. Wow. And the southern border is Mexico, so there's not really much place to go. <laughs> what I'm saying, see, I've been to Louisiana. And I actually really like Louisiana, so you know I don't want I don't want Louisiana getting screwed over in this deal either. Oh, no, no, Louisiana is fine. But when we give <laughs> but when we give Texas back, we're gonna have Act Def in charge of that. He's gonna have his people's run that. So you know, I, I have to ask you though, Adam, where would Funimation have to locate to relocate to? Because they're in Flower Mound, Texas. Where would all our voice actors have to relocate to? Oklahoma, New Mexico, okay. New York. New yeah, Mexico. I like that idea, New York. Woo. Although I do have coworkers in Oklahoma, and apparently you can buy houses out there for like forty-five thousand dollars, which is really awesome. You can buy what the houses. hell? You can buy there must houses. be that shit to do out there. You can buy there, houses. There, there isn't. Yeah, you, I, I know somebody who bought a house for forty-five thousand dollars in Oklahoma. Wow, that's that's amazing. I was like, this is ridiculous. How big a house is it? <laughs> it's like a ranch. It's like a one-story, like rigging like sixteen hundred square foot ranch house. Oh, and two hundred grand in New Jersey. It's just retarded. Yeah, it's they're they're all okay, like, um, like 150 to 200 here. It's like derailed. Yes, we have derailed. I was going to say you can also buy a house in Detroit for ten thousand dollars as well. That's how but bad the market plummeted it's out. Detroit. <laughs> Welcome to the Motor City. I've been there. It's not all that bad. It just yeah, just gotta know where to go. It's, like Brooklyn, it's the nature of the economy go. in Detroit. Yeah, so it totally makes sense. All just. Right. All right, all right. Now, now let's get the tr- let's get the the train back on the uh, back on the tracks here. Kitty. Okay, I'm trying to bring the I'm trying to bring the podcast back on track, and Mako Chango is running off with the damn cat. Sorry. And here's the challenge for the chat room: pair up the the six people talking as the main six. Go. Well, I think I think four is or five is already. I think five is easily taken care of. Listen, all I'm saying is that y'all better not be messing with Texas because Texas is going to go mess with you. And I tell you, my grandma could drink y'all under the table. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is what happened. Uh, 11 hours for like two weeks in a, way, in a row. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Thankfully, we have carte blanche with the network because there's nobody else on after us. But if we go to midnight, Mako-chan is going to drive up here and just drive the car through the house just to get to me. <laughs> she, she's not she going to do get, that. I know she would. I would be a I, witness because I would go running to uh, Rama's house. I, I would be recording it. I have things to do. It involved me watching Sailor Moon and Yu-Gi-Oh, okay? I'm out beer. I gotta get beer by midnight, so just saying. It's important. Okay, 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 Applejack. We got you, we got you. Okay. I have vodka. I have lots and lots of vodka. I I know you do, Patty. It's all from your birthday, isn't it? (laughs) I have lots and lots and lots of vodka. There is scotch, there's 12 and 50-year-old scotch whiskey in my freezer, but that's besides the point. I got some Alizé. I have to kick you. Oh, Alice. I know. I got a bottle of uh, Gentleman Jack, Jack. You were like when I brought that when Mooney Girl brought that to uh, the Pony Con. She was like, "No, no tequila for me." <laughs> Applejack was a no go. <laughs> Mako, 
Mako, start to I'm I'm flashing back to our gameception from Pax East now. How was Pax East? I Mooney Girl missed the podcast for that. Mooney Girl should go and listen to the podcast because this podcast yeah. is supposed to be about ponies. Yes. <laughs> Pax so was down. last week. Ponies is this week. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about big. Let's talk about Big Apple Pony Con. Someone tie Pinkie Pie down before she bounces off the walls. Let's. Don't worry, I got my Yes, please. Let's get the let's get the show on the road. Okay, let's start with Saturday. Who would like to take the lead about Saturday? Uh, uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Saturday. To, it seemed like it seemed like most of the co- people who were doing co- who were in costume seemed to be there on Saturday. There were not a lot of costumers on yeah, Sunday. Sunday, so the was like a best no cost. Day like there was like such a few cosplayers on Sunday. It was so it was the con itself was pretty chilled, but uh like Sunday was even more chilled. <laughs> well, they they had their costume. I mean, I, I don't know like what format they were using for for running the convention because they had their costume parade or I forget what they actually call it in the program. I have to grab my program, but I'm moving and it's like packed up somewhere. It is um it was like. A, what was it noon or like 11 in the morning it was really early it was 2 30 yeah so everybody who was doing anything costume wise was in costume on saturday and then it was like nothing on sunday oh yeah sunday was a very wasteland <laughs> well sundays and most cons kind of are a bit of a barren wasteland but i have no, but you still get some cosplay on sunday this was just like zero you have the yeah. heart to will cosplay something every day i mean <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. All right. So, what kind of panels were going on uh, on Saturday? A Saturday was military bronies. You actually made it to that. Yeah, Lynn. Uh, uh, nice. yeah, I mean, men, men in the arms, armed forces going yeah. to the convention. Yes. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes, they were. Yeah, in un in uniform, and so it was actually really cool. Yeah. Agreed. Sorry. So how how was it? Tell us about it. Well, the Military Bronies panel, I got there late, but it was a pretty cool panel. It was basically Military Bronies sharing their stories, talking about their experiences in the Army, and talking about how Bronies had basically helped them outside of the Army. How one... There was one guy in the service that really had his life, you know, that really had his life put back together by Bronies. If it wasn't for Bronies, he wouldn't be here. 20% more holes in your head in 10 seconds flat. Ouch. First Commander Rainbow Dash. Ouch. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, she should be more like a staff sergeant. I don't know about that high, but... <laughs> yeah, a staff sergeant, I could see. I could see. <laughs> well, in all honesty, like I said, I got there late. There wasn't really much they talked about when I got there. They're basically talking about their experiences, how Brody them has helped them, how the show has helped them, and basically about outreach because there's a lot more Bronies out there. There are a lot more Bronies out there that there are a lot more Bronies in the there are a lot more Bronies in the armed forces than there are a lot more in the armed forces than they actually. They're actually they're right. I'll say they actually know. So basically, the ranking officer is a major. Actually, yes, there's a major Brony. I believe it. Now. 
What is that I'm hearing in the background? Yeah, someone's phone's going off. Sorry about that. That's my phone. It's okay. All right, so how was the cosplay on Saturday? Uh, it was actually pretty good. Like, we saw a pretty um, epic one. So there was a... Oh, there was a Jabblejack. Yeah, well, I can't think of the couple one that was... Um... Oh, yeah, King Sombra and Queen Chrysalis. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay, I remember that. There was an awesome Fluttershy I saw sad. There was an awesome rarity I saw sad. Yeah, she was really cool. Silver uh, yes. Phoenix knows which one I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, uh, I do. Um, Were the cakes there? Cakes? No. Oh, okay. I didn't oh. see anybody cosplaying the cakes. And I, if you're talking about the same ones that were yeah. at uh, the Jersey Pony Con back in July, which had the little stuffed babies, yeah. they were not there. They were really awesome, though, and I did see them back in back last summer. Funny thing, though, I think they're from the South, because when I went to AWA, they were there. That's pretty cool. But where, oh, wow. But where I was at, at, in the hotel, I couldn't get down to where they were to say hi to them to grab their picture. Oh, because AWA has that weird atrium thing, and you're like screaming like things down into it. Usually, it's Marco Polo. Um, we tried screaming uh, Tetsuo back in like 2007, and like nobody got it, and we were all really sad. What a bunch of charlatans! <laughs> Newbies, noobs. It's the current generation. Now, is someone shouting like a Magfest? Calm down, Colossus. Calm down. <laughs> I was making fun of it. Ah, fair enough. Uh, whatever. Now, now, you say the cosplay was pretty good. Like, how, how good was the originality? Because when it comes to MLP cosplay... Oh, there was um the Galilea Pinkie Pie I saw that was really cool. Um, I think she said she made it, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it was really... uh, It was colorful, but it wasn't... Well, sometimes don't the Galilea... I'm my tongue twist. The Galilea dresses aren't they sometimes long because hers were short and it was really cute. Well, yeah, no. she really just used like elements of of the the the, the galley the the gala dress to make like a like almost like a Lolita looking thing. Like she had like the blue stripes and she had the little candy hat, but it was just like a short skirt. She didn't make it like a ball gown. Actually, I asked her where it was from. It was from the coronation. Oh, that's right. That's right. It wasn't the gala. It was the the twilicorn thing. Yeah. So I knew it, it was a, the design was originally a long dress, and I'm I'm mixing things up because I've been working like 80 hours a week. So, Ouch. <laughs> yeah, Applejack, you work, a, you really look on my farm a lot. Sweet. You know. Well, y'all know it's it's um it's sowing season. We got to put the seeds in the ground. <laughs> wow. And we so, can't get yep. lazy. I am just so you know, I am loving every single minute of this podcast right now. Awesome. All right. It would be a lot better if I was drunk, but I'm not because I have to work. I'm in that same boat. And because <sighs> and, and because of that, Mako Chan probably went off to, to investigate the vodka. The vodka is out in my garage, so I can't. Actually, I have a bottle in my room. <laughs> I have my absinthe in my room. Wait a minute, on the al alcohol. I have absinthe. Actually, I have wine from Easter. 
Yeah, that's right. But if my tummy wasn't like so ridiculously in pain because I just yesterday like had a stomach virus and I'm just getting over it today. So yes. like I am not touching alcohol right now. I would love to, but Mooney Girl's not gonna try it. That's okay. No. Marco Chan will do a shot on your behalf. <laughs> oh sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, she would. Yeah, if I didn't have to get up to work then I would have drank drain that bottle of gentleman jack I've got. Nice. Gentleman Jack is good. Not as good as like makeup, <laughs> but it's good. There's a story about Gentleman Jack. I'm going to have to save for a later date. <laughs> Gentlemen, behold, corn. <laughs> oh, by the way, DJ. Yes. Um, that cake flavor vodka and cheer wine. Mwah. Good stuff. Mwah. I'll have to keep. Oh, cake flavor vodka. Oh, it's so wrong. But it's so good. Okay. All right. This is not the alcohol show. As much as we would like it to be the alcohol show, this is the pony show. We can totally do alcohol. alcohol ponies. I can tell you how to make pony shots if you know, we want to do that. Drink this beer. Drink this beer. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yes. One, yes. Two, three, four. <laughs> oh, dear God. Wait. Wait, how would I? Uh, wait, I literally have not. Take this beer, take this beer. One, two, three, four. So, Ron, like, you posted that to my wall, and it was on Facebook, and it was literally like the day after that show had aired, and I was laughing so hard. So, I had gotten to the hotel room, believe it or not, I was first to get there uh, for New York Big Apple Pony Con. I, hadn't, I had not slept the night before. I worked till about midnight. Mm. Um, maybe between midnight and 1 a.m. I work from home. I decided I just wasn't going to sleep and I was going to get the early bus out of a different bus station in Bethlehem because they had more buses going there from there on Saturday. So I got back to the hotel room. I was trying to sleep and then um, Moon and Girl and Lynn and they, they came and I, for some reason, I started talking about this drink that beer parody of Raise That Barn. And that was the first thing I played at the con. And it just like everybody is singing it all weekend. And yes. Absolutely insane. So. Oh, we took it. Oh, we took it to another level, too. You mean this song right here? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. It's like Did you keep singing it as you got progressively drunker? Oh, oh. The version we we had they actually started slurring and stuff at the end and like yeah it was really really crazy but it was yeah, that, yeah. It was that drink that beer. one was that. two three drink that beer or flop <laughs> we oh speaking of which we have a new meme from the convention and we have a new meme from the convention and jen and dana will know about it anime Oh! Oh my God! Before oh we... my God! Oh, why do I know that this exists? Before we get to that meme, uh, let's go to the chat room real quick. According to ActDef, he goes, "Bring out the cider." <laughs> drink cider, learn nothing. <laughs> no, it's drink cider, learn shit. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Okay, okay, Silver Phoenix, explain this meme, this anime meme, please. Well, oh god! <laughs> well, it was around hose, hose on my dick, high, cowboy bebop while I'm blasting. Okay, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, basically. Well, was... basically. Well, basically. <laughs> it's a good thing. This oh, is not PG rated. It was. It was ridiculous. I was. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So... It was Soldier Boy. <laughs> Than that. I'm, I'm, I'm the whitest person who is down with my hip hop like ever. And no, actually, Lynn, my Lynn mother's friend Soul Jordan can rap too. You guys would rap good together. Oh, I'm saying, it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you, you wanted. 
you wanted to be a rapper, Spike. I have a book on how to drop some fat beats. Uh- <laughs> yes, that's some, that's what Twilight would say. And Fancy Pants would go, do you even swag? Do you even swag? How do I shot swag? A part of me kind of wishes I had gone to this instead of Pepsi. Colts have swag. No, Stallions that, that, that have class. It, it was definitely cool, but I'm sure Paxi's was also very cool. Yeah. So, well, don't like beat yourself up because you didn't come to the PonyCon. But epic. you do I, need I, to come next year as long as Pax East or NotherCon isn't interfering with this one because uh, we'll talk about that at the end, but I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. So in comparison to BronyCon last year, with Big Apple PonyCon, how how was how did it feel any different? The same compare contrast. Well, it felt different because it felt smaller. Okay. BronyCon was just like a mile a minute. You didn't have. It was basically a mile a minute. You didn't have time to relax. It was so many people. It was a lot of crowd. <laughs> it was. This was much more laid back and a lot less yeah. crowd than okay. than than BronyCon in Sakakis was. Oh, you're, you're looking at a yeah. con that was. This con was probably I want I would say not even a thousand people I would okay. say probably seven fifty whereas uh, the the Brony con at in Secaucus was what seventy five hundred eight thousand I mean four thousand actually yeah four thousand okay yeah. it it felt like it was an early like an early anime USA and anime USA anime next when they were in Secaucus oh, okay. so I was thinking probably around the five to seventy five hundred range but four four seems logical too okay all right just a lot a lot smaller than that okay. Because you know me, I do like smaller conventions. Now, did they have some type of a masquerade there, or if they did, how did they run that? Well, basically, they had people come up, show their costumes, mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of awards like around a half hour later. Oh, okay. No skits or anything like that. Yeah, no skits. Something I would have been creative with. They didn't. No, they didn't do any skits. They did a cosplay contest. Um, there was a panel of Tara Strong being on Skype. Yeah, Uh, uh, yeah. Which is kind of understandable given what happened at Las Pegas Unicon. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Silver, silver light me. I'm sorry. I'm like saying your name wrong. He was telling me about the story of why that happened. <laughs> Ari, I will I will send you the links later. You might want to you might want to do a couple of shots when you read this stuff. Oh yeah. Or during. Both. Both. <laughs> or maybe after. That too. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Cake flavored vodka here I come. <laughs> Anime GM session. Driving the staff and listeners to drink since 2008. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Knock down a baker's dozen of shots in like three seconds. What is it, Maklatron? Nothing. It's it's not for this. Okay. Okay. Alright. So. I, I thought you were upset because we're at the parts where normally I'm the one who's the only sane person. <laughs> None of no, us are no, sane. No. Let's just get that straight. None of us here are sane. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> okay, alright. Did anyone? Ch- did anybody check out Co- uh, Coachella, Coachella, or Coachella, however they called it? Well, the night session, nah. 
Mm. I mean, how how did the people react with with uh, PonyCon? Like, did they like it? Did they hate it? I mean, what was the gen? No, uh, the closing ceremonies. Um, they were like just cheering. Like, yes. I really think they enjoyed it. Like, the the fans were getting what they wanted. The the people were heard. The the guests were enjoying and were like it was it sometimes with staff and all that it's really really like straight but a lot of them are pretty nice and we had a couple of problems but we'll get into that later problems mm. with um <laughs> with, with, with staff and professionalism and things like that but the convention chairs were really really yeah. awesome okay. oh yes and completely made up for any any I, w- I want to say an experience because that's uh, you, you put it very well. When we were talking about it, Lynn. That it just seemed like so- like they may have been inexperienced and maybe overconfident. Yeah. But I've encountered it before, and it's I've encountered worse things before. This was this was put well, and the con chairs were fantastic. Yes, so. indeed. <laughs> All right, uh, can you get to it? What, what happened exactly? Want to talk about our Saturday night hanging out in uh, guest relations for like ninety minutes? Actually, I say ninety minutes. It probably was more like two hours. But wow. yeah. how the hell did that happen? We okay. So this is like we waited for um, Pinkie Pie for like 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 uh, Applejack said for like ninety minutes or maybe two hours, and they didn't tell her that we were gonna interview her, and she went back to her hotel. Yeah, they didn't tell her a lot of things that they were actually waiting for her to sign something for charity auction back at the hotel. I'm not sorry, at the hotel, the the museum. She was supposed to sign some things. So uh, the guest people said, you know, Andrea will be right. I'll be back here after her guest dinner, her VIP dinner, and she's going to go sign some things. You guys can talk to her then. I'm sure she'd be happy to do an interview. And that never got pushed up the chain far enough. And whoever was her handler was not instructed that she had, you know, sign these items. His name is Lumen, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't remember his last name, and I kind of wish I did because he needs to be known because okay. he is not good at his job okay. because he just – he's only focusing on himself, and Looney he's girl. not – Looney girl. Um, Looney girl. It could matter. Yeah. Wait, wait. Attention. Sorry. <laughs> and as somebody who's worked with guest relations since on and off since 2004 and – more heavily involved since 2010 it's you have to have a certain temperament and a certain level of experience to be dealing with that area of a convention and i think it wasn't you know that he wasn't good at his job it was that he was not experienced and ah. he didn't know how to coordinate with handlers and um if he, if he had to deal with translators as well i'm pretty sure his head would have exploded ah. luckily there were no like no um f- uh, overseas guests there but there, the communication just didn't go up the chain, and the I guests see. didn't know they had to be back at a certain area because their 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 agenda was actually just the staff dinner like that night, and they wanted to hang out. They actually had the guests staying in Manhattan, so yeah. they I guess they just hung out in Manhattan then that night, and Wait. she never made it back to the hotel, and we didn't know that for like two hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Whoa, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold, oh, okay. hold it for one second. Okay. The con was in Brooklyn. Yes. Yes. But the guess guess we're staying in Manhattan. Manhattan. I'm not even lying. Yes. <laughs> I, have you ever seen that meme of Jackie Chan where he, he has that look and he has his hand? Yeah, my mind is full of fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that look. Oh, yeah. The, what the fuck my expression? Face when, my face when I heard the guests were staying in Brooklyn and in Manhattan. 
Yeah, like, uh, that's it. I'm going to see here. Yeah, when I get an interview tonight, let's just go have dinner. But I... But the point is, maybe they wanted the guests wanted to hang out in Manhattan. They may have wanted to see shows. They wanted to go bar hopping, and they didn't want to do it in Brooklyn. So that may have been why they came up in Manhattan. But honestly, I like Brooklyn a lot better than Manhattan, and I would have just taken them somewhere in Brooklyn. But <laughs> so would I. The way station. <laughs> yes. The way station. Yeah. It was a cool the bar Patriot when I went. Bar. Yeah, because not for no, not for nothing, they could have still kept the guests in Brooklyn. They were just right across the bridge from all the good stuff. I mean, really. I mean, really. Like, and New York, New York has a subway thing down. Like, while I don't like Manhattan, like at all, and I can't wait to get out of Manhattan when I'm there. They, New York has the mass transit thing down, even though their MTA card system sucks for like loading. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, unless nobody wants to deal with the with all the, the express subways after midnight or whatever, but it really isn't that hard to take the two back across the freaking. You know, it's it's just Is that not a fan. I hear. I'm like sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> whatever it was, it went away. And according okay. to, according to Act Jeff, you mean Manhattan and Hooflin. Manhattan and Hooflin. Oh, <laughs> I heard the word Philadelphia. I, like that. I almost slammed my head into the wall. Yes, there is a Philadelphia. Yes, there is. For real. Philadelphia. Yeah. Heck yeah. There's a list of all the, of all of all city names uh Pony Eyes. I, I had the list, but I don't know where it is. And then someone actually did like a little uh-huh. map of everything. Philadelphia. Ah. Oh, see, now I'm getting ideas. This is bad. What kind of ideas? Be, be, be prepared to see some drawings of a Philadelphia Phillies ponies on my face. <laughs> well, Pinstripe ponies is going to be awesome. Um, you you put an overweight pony in a John Crook uniform, and I will love you forever. But, but you have to have one ball too. Ball one on John Crook. Oh, oh, that was harsh. Yeah, don't even make the Mets ponies. Just make them mules or something. <laughs> Cranky Doodle Donkey. Oh God! This became the baseball show now. Okay, opening opening day of the season. A little excited. Sorry. Of course you would be excited, but let's just save that for another time. I know. Yeah. Yankees lost yesterday by two to the Red Sox. <laughs> and the Mets won! Yay! Did the, the Mets won and the Phillies got their asses kicked. Like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. 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 It was, it was bizarre. Silver's agreeing with me. Phoenix is agreeing with me. Woo! But apparently the Mets have fans, which kind of surprises me now. But <laughs> Mets even have a team. Applejack, come on. Come on. The Mets have fans just like the Jets have fans. And the fans. Jets have fans. The Jets have a lot of fans. And they I always ask for some reason. Are you a Jets fan? And I go, no, I am a Giants fan. Same here. Oh, right. Phoenix and me are on the same page. <laughs> J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. Just end the season. <laughs> But sadly, they have a song like season. that for the Mets, too. <laughs> now, now, speaking of, I heard Applejack mention artwork. It seems that while we were gone, um, a message popped up on the, on the fan page as, an, as a message in regards to somebody's wonderful, talented drawing services. Evidently, somebody at PonyCon 
was blown away by your artwork there, Applejack. Uh, which one was it? I was like, I, I was like, they had these little like the hotel notepads like, like, everywhere. Picture? I drew the rarity on one of them. Yes, and then I drew the grumpy cat thing, oh, that and was awesome. yeah, I like just that. just randomness, just like just random crap. I don't remember, but it was fun. <laughs> wow. Well, I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised that, that a request came in because normally that stuff doesn't pop up. It's like I always get in the in- uh, inbox. Um, please remove this picture. Remove this picture, or else I'm going to hang you by your testicles. Please remove wow, this picture. Um, please untag me. Remove me. Remove me. So, so see. Um, can I get in contact with that person, that staffer, for the artwork? That was a wonderful change of pace. Really, like they like want their tags. Rem- I never had anybody want to remove like tags from pictures, and I've tagged people in really embarrassing stuff before. <laughs> it happens. All right. So was it now? Did now you said you was waiting, like almost two hours by the green room? Did you actually get inside the green room or? No. This this was actually where um it, it was a weird setup. It was almost like con ops yeah. slash guest relations. They called it the VIP area, gotcha. and people were able to have interviews there. It was pretty quiet. It was just staff and press who were allowed back there. So it was this very weird um weird combination of like a con ops. Uh, versus a um, versus a press area, mm. and it wasn't like it wasn't green room. There was no like food or anything, but it was it was just kind of more of a private area for you know for the the guests and the the, the staffers to you know take. It's care like of where it. all the decisions were made for the whole con. Yeah, pretty it's much. So small that it, this con is <laughs> kind of the you know one little self sufficient mm. one little area there. That that sounds about right. Right now, you said Sunday it was pretty much dying down. Everybody was just like pretty much. Yeah, like everybody was all in regular clothes, you know, showing off their MLP shirts and whatnot. But it wasn't really much cosplay, I guess, because it was a two-day con. But like BronyCon, there were still people cosplaying. Yeah. But maybe, maybe because it was a smaller con. Maybe. I think there was a lot. There was a lot of people commuting and like going on the subways and stuff, so maybe they didn't yeah. want costumes every day. That too. Yeah. Yes. I'll, although I do it like a trooper, but I'm not gonna say anything. And with a lot of MLP cosplay, like I mean, like seriously, like we walked around the city, but you just had like a pink dress on and I had overalls on, so it really wasn't did. crazy. Like we just took you took your wig off, I took my hat off, and it was like pretty normal. Yeah. So. Ah. Okay. All right. Now, would you say that this was better than than uh, BronyCon or? Oh gosh, that's that's a tough. It's it's like saying pick a favorite child or yeah, something. Yeah, right. It's, it's true. <laughs> well, they were you... so different from each other, so it's hard to say if it's better than the other one because the the environment was just so different. The atmosphere, uh, well, the atmosphere and environment are kind of similar, but. <laughs> Um, it's, it was, like, BronyCon was more like a Comic-Con, and the Big mm-hmm. Apple Ponycon was more like a Castle Point con. Okay, okay, I can see. You, okay. You, you, yeah, okay. you see what I'm there going was with that, Rama? Yes. There was more industry presence at, um, at the BronyCon, because you yes. had, you had, uh, John Delancey, you had, like, yes, there was the more, it was more, uh, 
You had Megan McCarthy, you had Lauren Foss. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It was... Although, having Jason Thiessen here was actually really cool. I really enjoyed his Q&A. Yeah, he was very nice. He was very nice. So what other panels did you guys go to? Um, I went to a little bit the one that uh, Phoenix went to. What was that called? It was like the workout one or something, wasn't it? Like a fitness oh, no. uh, Phoenix, which one did you go to? The one on Sunday that I went and met you there. Oh, yeah, the toy one. Yes. At, oh, the collectors. Okay. Yeah, at the beginning. They were talking about basically how My Little Pony got started, how the 80s shows got started, how they got, you know, how they got created. <laughs> Some of the things on there were so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one? Uh, Precious, Precious Children. It was a show from Hasbro's. It was cheesy chill. Uh, not cheesy. Uh, it was like Precious Moments of Childhood, it was called. Yes. It was so hilarious. Told about divorce, too. Yeah, that sounds like the 80s, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And there was the Transformers one. Transformers, Formers, oh, and it, oh, like, it was like such an 80s emotion. So funny. The 80s were weird. Oh. Yeah, those are corporate bumpers. Those are basically bumpers for people that wanted yeah. to get the franchise. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were for pitching things. Like that. Yeah, they, they, it stuff. was hilarious. <laughs> they went to all the... Sorry, I wish I got there earlier because I probably would have really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great panel. It really was. And they were talking. I didn't get to go earlier. All right. One at a time, please. One at a time. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you keep, yeah, yeah, Mooney Girl, you keep uh, cutting off poor Phoenix over there. I'm sorry. It's okay. Phoenix, it's all right. you have the floor, good sir. Thank you very much. And as I was saying, some of these ba- say some of these corporate bumpers, they would do everyone that sponsored the show. That they went to everyone that was making products for the show. They were basically trying to sell them on the success story, how much money they made. It was hilarious. The GI Joe one was the GI Joe one was bonkers. Well, GI Joe was pretty much unhinged back then. Yes. So, right. Did it use anybody? All those flying around. No one gets killed. Ever watch GI Joe? Like they had like the PSAs at the end of GI Joe. Where it was like you know, be safe when you cross the street. Like it was like all those, like cheesy. Like yeah, we're gonna show violent crap. Then we're gonna be like it's okay, but it's fine because GI Joe wants you to be safe and don't do drugs. And then there's mock PSAs. GI Joe. Like like running that was good. Like, oh, look, I've gone really fast. Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? You made what kids oh, doing on my lawn? And, you know, <laughs> we got the rest of the guys. That's one of favorite, my favorite ones, so. Yeah. G.I. Joe now. It's, like, really bad. Did you play with G.I. Joe's as a kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I had My brother Joe's. had one. I'm a girl and I had GI Joes. So like, <laughs> Applejack, you're a lot more tomboyish than you think. <laughs> you know what's especially funny? I don't, well, I'm not really interested in the the, the rocks rolling the uh, new GI Joe movie, but uh, Bruce Willis's character is a uh, Joseph Colton, which is the name of the original GI Joe character. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, somehow we went. We got from a baseball to '80s toys. 
Yeah, because they're actually on Sunday. There was a lot of flashback panels, and, and that was funny. I, if you want to keep going on the Hasbro one, because I went to something it. different when you went to that one, and like mine was really cool too. Well, so, let's hear about oh the panel. yes, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah, please. Mm? Uh, Applejack. Well, I had actually gone to a screening of a independent film called My Little Obsession. And uh, this was actually a project that the convention, that one of the convention chairs, Karen, was involved with. And it involved My Little Pony collectors and actually showing like a lot of the, like the swap meets and like the collectors, the toy shows that these original MLP collectors would go to. Those who uh, collected from G1 all the way through, you know, the, the new G4 stuff. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who was a kid of the 80s and who has G1 ponies, and I have one on my computer right now. I'm looking at her. A parasol is sitting on top of my uh, my computer. And as somebody who like, grew up with that, and that was, like, my original exposure to the show, I thought that was really cool. There was this big, like, you know spotlight on, on Gen 1 and like some of the the odder things that people may have collected over the years. Mm. And what I didn't know, because of course the person running this was, was the con chair and she had to run and do the closing ceremonies right afterwards, is that this documentary film that followed the collectors of ponies, which were of course all female, and it, it was actually produced the year, the year before the whole brony phenomenon took off. It was produced in, I want to say 2009. And the whole brony thing really took off in like October of 2010. So my big question in the back of my head was, these are all, you know, women who are my age, you know, early 30s and who actually went and saw the show and went and had these bought for them when they were kids. I'm wondering what they're thinking about the brony phenomenon. And I, I didn't, I had no perspective. I had no idea this was filmed before the brony thing ever took off. And I had asked, I asked her, I asked Karen after uh, closing ceremonies, you know, what do these people think, you know, think about bronies? And they're like, they did think it was kind of weird because most of the times their husbands or their boyfriends or like whoever, whatever guy they were with, they wouldn't want to go to these pony shows. They thought it was stupid. So when guys started getting into, you know, collecting ponies, it was kind of really odd. Like, why would guys want want to do this? But to a lot of these old school people who have like the... 900 collection 900 g1 g2 like weird like odd european g2 ponies i know way too much about this stuff don't mind me and it what's odd to them is that it seems like they say g4 is not really what they recall as my little pony even like to me like g3 and g35 really isn't my little pony but i like g4 for another weird reason they consider it more like geek culture than it is um what you know something that they grew up with so they are almost able to like distance themselves from it it's really kind of an odd phenomenon but it was nice to see, you know, to see a video focusing on collectors and focusing on like G one things. So I thought that was that was nice that they kind of played um, played tribute to the older the older generations of My Little Pony on Sunday. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That sounds like something that Mako Child would have loved to get her hands on. Yep. <laughs> They're actually selling the DVDs, I believe. They, yeah, they were selling them for like two bucks after the panel. It was, and it, it was, I almost bought one. I don't know. I wanted to talk to the con chair, and so I ran out, and then they were packing their stuff up before I was able to get my hands on one of them. But they, it was a really neat documentary. That, that, that sounds definitely cool. So, am I to assume that you'll all be back uh, next year? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Next year. Someone's going to be staffing. I would love the staff. Yeah, I would so love to be staffing with guest okay. relations or whatever. Maybe I'll staff with you guys too, because then maybe it might be my first time staffing. 
maybe. And and it's a nice it's a nice size convention to start out staffing because it's oh, not gosh. gigantic. I mean, yeah, that's true. Okay. So you were saying something early about wait until Sunday or something like that. Somebody I think we covered. I, I, I say I, I think we covered everything in that regard. I, I okay. think no, th that was when we talked to the convention chairs about you know the situation without without getting interviews and stuff. Basically, just found out that they were really cool people. Okay. Yeah, yeah they were like, "We're so sorry for the inconvenience. We didn't mean yeah. for that to happen." Uh, you know. Uh, did they like say something it wasn't their control because I don't I don't yes. remember the whole thing so like I'm just I don't think so they're basically just saying it was our fault they were saying it was our fault we take responsibility for that we never meant for that to happen especially after I emailed them beforehand yeah because yeah. that, that was their first thing. question they're like did you email beforehand we're like yes we did so yeah, yeah have a member of our crew who did that and you know he's you know he'll be here i think you were in a panel or something and i said yes he he'll be around and he did you know send everything in um with the the act with the, the time frame that you want it so they they were just they were cool about it you know sometimes even convention chairs especially convention chairs can get so stressed out to the point where they're just like i'm done with this like i obviously i'm so stressed i can't deal they took their time and they explained everything and it was actually really good This definitely sounds like if I can make it next year, I will definitely do Oh, you should. You really have should. A very good time. Oh, yeah. But I do understand, you know, PAX East. It's just like, well, it's PAX East, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. PAX, you can't miss that. You got PAX, Zenkai, and PonyCon all going the same weekend. Yeah. I know. That was had, ridiculous. And, and, you had other, and you had other cons going on, too. You had one in St. Louis, Wizard World. Yes. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. The, the three that I mentioned are more local per se, because I guarantee you, if they weren't the same weekend, PonyCon would have probably had a lot more people show up. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. They were just up against a I lot would, of stuff. Yeah, well, that. you also had to, you had to look and see, because ZenkaiCon had uh, John Delancey. True. Yep. So they had some of the Pony fans up there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, and Zenkai is like really close to me, which is really funny because I'm going to New York City and Zenkai is like right here. I guess for Zenkai next year, we'll have to pick you up along the way, but pull up in the car and be like, get in. I pull up in the, talk. Just get in the car. Pull up in the club. I'm like, damn, I got a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go back in my corner now. Oh, dear. And you're going to buy some shit from a thrift shop. I know that. <laughs> I finally heard that song thrift shop. What the fuck? What is it's this awesome. now? Oh no, it's just awesome. It's, it's, oh, it's, no. like, it's like the unofficial this theme song for cosplayers. Awesome. Oh no. Broke ass people Why? like Why do people make this stuff up? Why do people make this shit up? Because they hate people. Why do people have to be so dope, dope, It's not dope. worse than anime, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, you got a point there. It's not worse. Than My brain hurts. <laughs> we, are so, we are so doing that skit one day. What? What the anime is the death of music. <laughs> the Spike anime skit. Oh, God. <laughs> anime, anime Bieber chain. Yeah. yeah, it was like anime, like, wasn't it like anime every day? Or anime like? Bieber chain. I'm like, yeah. what? I look like Inuyasha. I look like Gohan. I look like Goku. <laughs> yeah. uh, I look like Gohan. 
Marvel versus Stop while I'm blasting. Marvel yeah. versus Capcom, Soldier Boy versus the World. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I wish I had a wall in front of me so I could bang my head against it. Mako, it was so bad. Baseball moment. <laughs> I was I was doing the same thing in my head. I was like, ow. Oh, here we go, oh, I found oh, it. Oh. Here we go, post it in the chat for you. Uh, Why Ruler of Time disassembles anime by Soldier Boy? Oh, Have fun. Oh, yeah, I, I remember this shit. I remember this shit. Oh, maybe I could go to uh, Zentakai next year. And they call him... The Tommy was hockey, so rap. Hockey just mentioned that in the, uh, the Italian chat of rap. Well, Zenkai Khan is sort of like the more the quote unquote official con of Anime Jam Session because we actually do a live podcast from from there. So that's Fuck cool. Yes. Most of us also staff Zenkai Khan. That was the belt wear this year said, then. Someone like, said, oh, uh, no Soldier Boy is the Tommy Wiseau of the rap game. That's what I thought you said, and I was like, oh my god, because Tommy we're just, was... I was texting my one friend back and forth with, like, really bad The Room jokes today, and The, the Room is, like, this ongoing thing, because it's just <laughs> The Room, so. Oh, hi, anime. Oh, hi, anime. You are so sexy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Anime, you are tearing me apart. <laughs> Here we go. What? 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 Oh no! No! Don't kill my brain cells! Don't do it to me! I'm like shaking my computer for you to stop. It's not working. Damn you! Curse you! No! I hate you right now, Rob. God. <laughs> Just remember, DJ, when we do the live podcast, mm -hmm. we are in very close proximity, so we can very easily punch or throw something at you if you do something stupid like that. Ari, just just remember, when you That's... attack me, just remember two words when you attack me. What? Hate, hate crime. That song has been my ringtone since, like, November, so just saying... It's, I, I'm a little obsessed with that song. I'm going to post it on my wall tomorrow and be like, so I hear this is the official theme song for cosplayers. It's so I heard you like thrift shops. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, was uh, there anything else about PonyCon getting back onto the uh, track here? Thank you, Mako-chan. Yeah. I don't do this. You people do. You people go off track. I wait till you people are finished getting off of track, and then I wait for you to get back on track. So don't blame me. All right? People. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Give me a pro about the con. Go. Each person, go. Honestly, uh, loca location. One at a so. time, please. Chair. One at a time. <laughs> Applejack? Um, I, I like the fact that it's com 
so convenient to mass transit. Like I didn't, I live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Okay. I live five minutes from the factory that makes freaking peeps for Easter. And I didn't have to take a car anywhere to get to this con. I got on a bus. I got on the freaking two or three train and I was right there by the cross the park from the freaking hotel. It was fantastic. Fantastically convenient for mass transit. And it was um, it was intimate. It was small, and you were able to actually get to talk to people during their autograph sessions, which I thought was very different yeah, from a lot of conventions I've I've awesome. worked. You only get like a couple of words in edgewise before they shuffle you off and get the next mm. guy up. <clears throat> Understandable. Okay. Now a what was it? A con about the convention? You know something? Huh? A, a con, you know, something that's like, eh, you know, what you didn't uh, like. Ronma, you're breaking up. Yeah. <clears throat> Am I still breaking up now? No. Yeah, yeah good now. Alright, must be my voice or something like that. No, no. No, no. Alright, now, a bat, was there something about the con you didn't like? Like a downside? I, I have to say, no, honestly, this has nothing to do with the convention. This is just me being really, really picky. It's that there was, like, nothing to eat, like, besides, like, freaking Panera. Like, I should have packed food. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, here's the thing. There, if you walk up the street from the Marriott, there is places to eat. Junior's is about a 10-minute walk. I know, and okay. they charged me $5, oh, $5 <laughs> a side of rice, and they had one thing that was great. I was just going to tell Wait, that plain story. rice, $5? Yeah. Yes. Applejack apple, apple here is vegan, so when we went to Junior's, there was only one thing on the menu that was vegan. What? what? That's like, it. What, 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 what? And then you charge me four ninety five for a cup of white, of yellow rice? I'm like, really? It's dinosaur fucking choke slamming, I was going to say that was the good thing about this com, that we got to go to Juniors. I love Juniors, but I mean, I felt bad for, I felt really bad for our Apple Jazz. Like, and across the street from Juniors is an Applebee's. Yes. Which yes, was closed at that time, so... Really? It might have been plus, open. I'm like, plus, it's Apple. It might have been open. Plus we didn't check. Applebee's. Do you really want to go to a place that fires the waitress for posting the, you know, I give God 10% thing? Like, it's saying Applebee's is screwed up, so... See, this is why I, that's why I eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's besides the point. Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Now... <laughs> you gotta be there. Yes. Give me an overall for the con. Your overall thoughts of it. <laughs> No, it was I, sorry. We'll would be back. I'm just saying, I, I would be back. Okay, cool. All right, uh, Phoenix, give me a grand overall scheme of the con. Overall, the con was a very good first-year con. Okay. One of the best I've ever been to. All right. It really, yeah, they really, well, except for that whole entire staff incident, they really had their shit together. All right. Because you remember Anime Nexus first year. There were a lot of cons first years. Anime Boston's first year. Can we say Fire Marshal? I mean, really, it's first years are usually a cluster, and this this yeah. was this was good. I remember only thing I remember from Anime Nexus first year was that the majority of the staff were in somebody's room for a room party, and they were hung over Sunday morning. Yes, you know it's a good con when the staff wants to party with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, well, if you can't get John St. John to wander in on your party. Uh, what was I going to say? 
Scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate it? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I was going to say first, because I was letting Applejack and Phoenix talk. I was going to say the pro about the con was... Like like they were saying, it was very closed in, and it it was very like interactive. Like you could talk to the stars, and plus, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of cool people, but they're just really nice. And I really like the uh, dealers' room. There was a lot. There was a lot of more art stuff than there was like purchasing of products and that was cool because you got to see a lot of people's creativity with that and I like that because then it could show their artistic side and their their creativeness and I'm a person who's artistic loves loves to see that um negative like some of the staff I gotta say but for the most part it was a really good first year con and I'm new to the game so you guys more know no more <laughs> of what the procedure is but I mean for me you know just learning about it I think it was really good for its first year okay. and I think a lot of what people had said about you know any staff issues or any issues like that it just comes from being a first year con you're going to have yeah I know but new to the I, game. it's just <sighs> I don't know that that guy Lumen got me really upset, but I know I'm I'm just gonna let it go. I didn't even meet him, but the way his uh, a lot of people were talking about him that weekend, it didn't seem like his personality was really likable. And you know why do you have to be like that? I don't know. Some people, I, some people who staff, they tend to take their job a little bit too seriously. And they have this different mindset. Yeah, it, it happens. I guess so. It happens. Or, or you really have to match the like the staff person. It's, it is all volunteer in the end. You have to match them with the department that's going to fit their temperament the best. Not everybody sure. is going to be, you know, suited for like a VIP or guest relations position. It just yeah. is what it is. It's true. Okay. All right. So I guess we can say this con is in the bag. Pretty much. I mean, like, but we know they're coming back next year. They have at least three years on their contract, from what I understood. Again, I could be completely misunderstanding, so I can't quote that or anything. But it seems like they will be coming back next year. And usually it almost takes you, like, three years to really get established as a con. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they bring, if they really bring their game next year. Yeah, definitely. I would love to actually get an interview with Andrea. That would be so awesome. Speaking of which, we went to her panel, me and Phoenix, and it was really good. The only uh, that was a, that was one of the uh, cons of it, of the whole con in general. We couldn't film her um, her Q and A, and we don't know why. She just requested it. We respected that, but I was like, really? Hmm. My, my guess is it was in her writer. Uh, something in her writer when she signed on as a guest. So I guess so because she said the photography was okay and we took photos. Video but wasn't. So yeah, we 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 were just was she, a little disappointed. Was she doing voices? Uh, she did like maybe once, but she didn't really do it like constantly. She did it like she did Fluttershy. She did. You will love me. She really did that, and it was awesome. The whole that, crowd cheered. 
So it may have that been might be the pro be like that might have been the issue. Maybe for copyright reasons. Probably. That's what I'm thinking. When you mentioned that, um, Mako that's Shana, true. Like, might have been an issue with if she does voices, they don't want her being, you know, being on that's true. video doing that. Yeah. Especially if she's doing a voice and happens to say something that the character might not necessarily normally say. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like half that. the fun of making voice actors do that. But you know? I see it. if Getting she voice did actors, flip. I should say. But when you're looking at somebody who may have done like an anime or done like like a single shot thing and that series is over and it's not running, these people are on are involved in the series that is currently a property that is currently a a lucrative property. So they have to be careful of what they what they do and how they you know like what type of intellectual property rights they're they're dealing with. Yeah, because there have been times I've asked people to do uh, voice actors to do bumpers and stuff. They're like, oh, I can't do it in this voice because of who I work. A copy, I'm like, right? I'm like, I don't care about the voice. Just straight up do it. That That's fine by me because people know who you mm -hmm. are. So. It's a silly route, but what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. I was going to say... I don't know if I don't know if uh, Applejack or Phoenix had any best experiences at the con, but I'll tell you mine. My best experience was meeting Andrea at her Q and A because there were people that were allowed to go up and ask her questions and actually like talk to her for a few seconds. And I asked her two questions. I asked her how she got into the industry and how uh, she felt about the Brony community. And when I actually asked that question, the whole crowd was like very intrigued. They were like, "Hmm, that's a good question." question to ask they're like oh <laughs> so i was very happy when the whole crowd was like oh gasping like oh that's a good one and i actually did pinkie pie and fluttershy for her and the crowd just went nuts so that was like my best moment at the con because it just felt so amazing i felt so enthusiastic about it and she loved it too so i was like yay yay <laughs> Was awesome. That was that Mako Chan just now? No, that was no. me. Oh, okay. That was me. Ah, fair enough. Alright. Did you guys have any good experiences like me or nothing like that happened? I mean, I, I'm not I, I just consider myself more of like just kind of there. I'm not I'm like I'm a fan, but I don't I'm really able to distance myself emotionally from anything like that, especially when I'm acting in capacity of, say, a podcast or something I can, like that. I can definitely control uh, myself. Like, I'm very calm with them, but I do get a little starstruck. Like, I get, ooh. <laughs> your inner fanboy or fangirl comes out to play. No, no, no. Like, I don't go, ah! No. Like, <laughs> get out of here. No. But, like, inside me, I get excited that I'm meeting this person. I know they're a human being just like me. They live an everyday life. So. The, um, the one thing I do is it does actually involve one of their guests. That was, that was actually Jason Thiessen. I, I We couldn't get the interview with him. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was really awesome that we did get both uh, Moon, uh, Mooney Girl and I on, on camera, at least record it, asking him some questions. Yes. And the one question I had asked him, he was talking about just like people always ask, him, "How did you get into art and things like that?" He's of course he's an animator, and I said, I, "Your story was interesting when you mentioned that you did this piece of art and you spent this many hours on it, and that you got paid like 150 bucks because you were doing it for you." Now, like, what can you, what kind of suggestions can you give to people out there who are, you know, who are artists, who are freelancing, or who are looking to get into the industry, and um, how could what advice would you give them on trying to protect themselves? And um, like, how, like I, the thing is, like 
I, I am getting back into freelance art for the first time in probably like eight years because I need a third income at this point. Like I'm really looking to have a third income and I, I want people to sign contracts. I want them to realize I'm going to be charging them at least one and a half times, if not double time, what I would get hourly at my full-time job to do this because artists need to get paid. If you want to reproduce this, you're, it's going to be a work-for-hire contract, and that rate's going to definitely be double what I would normally normally you know charge. And artists who do things for free or who do things for nothing, it's really hurting the industry for those of us who want to be looked at as legitimate. Just because you are a creative type, it doesn't mean you have to give your services away and be a starving artist. That is not a glamorous lifestyle. We should not glamorize that. We need to teach artists how to leverage themselves and what to know about the industry. And being able to talk to him about that and actually him like, you know, giving feedback about, you know, things that he's done with regards to that was really a good moment. I like that. I I really, really like that. So do I. That was, that was very good, Jen. Applejack knows her, like on the farm, she knows her business in the art world. I'm a business girl. I'm just saying, I'm sick of being broke. Fancy pants approves. We're all I ain't saying I'm a gold digger, but... You ain't messing no broke dragons. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. On that note, we're going to take a break and, and wrap the show up. We will be back. <laughs>
「そして辛くても笑顔でい